Did you have a cold opening prepared, Richard? <laughs> no. We never do. I never, we never have anything prepared. We don't. We should be way more professional about this. <laughs> and yet here we are on our 75th episode, not professional whatsoever. Yeah. So I guess maybe we just start the show. I mean, we could. I've done it before. I've told people to go screw their cold opening. <laughs> I've done it before. I'll do it again. I have no problem being the bad guy here. I don't get hate mail. I'm just too lovable. <laughs> sure. Said That's no the one, reason. Said no one ever. Let's get the, st- the, the freaking show started. All right. <laughs> to Talk to the Nerd, a podcast about the hobbies your heart most desires. My name is Ryan Hall. And my name is Richard Lasko. And joining us in the studio is, uh, well, why don't you introduce her? Because you've, you've actually met her, haven't you? <laughs> well, online. Online? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so I, this is another one of uh, people that I've been following on Twitch for literally over a year now. And uh, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Welcome in, uh, Danny Blizzard, or however you would like to introduce yourself. <laughs> Hi, everybody. My name is, as I said, Danny Blizzard, the founder and frontwoman for the gothic electronica rock band Autumn Stay. Bet. Wait, this is Autumn Stay? Yeah. I told you this. <laughs> I literally told you this. I thought she would. Oh, okay. Hi, Danny. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I am suddenly nervous. <laughs> Don't be nervous. Why? Um, we're literally in our PJs. No, no, I'm not. We haven't I... showered today. We're just vibing. Don't be nervous. <laughs> I am. I am not nervous. I'm just take take. I was caught off guard. Nope, that's literally one of my weak spots. So I'm more excited than anything. So okay, I don't know you, but I need to know more about you so tell me tell me about autumn stay tell me about yourself in any order that you want to um well i am a musician and i've been doing this since 2011 and i super love performing and playing video games and cats um i don't like long walks on the beach um and i'm a pretty cheap date you know is that sum it up pretty quickly pretty easily okay you know like mcdonald's is is the place of choice for me does that work for you yeah, that, no, that that works. Uh, just I, yep. We grab a we, fuck. We grab a blanket. You know, go to the park, lay out some McDonald's. Yeah, give me that double cheeseburger. You know, a uh, fucking value menu fry, and yeah. we're good. You can we're we'll vibe. We'll be good. Oh yeah. No, that that sounds like a good time. <laughs> Are you blushing over I there? Am, Why I are you love, blushing? Uh, he is. One no, of I'm not. You can't see. I can. Yourself. I can. I can feel the blushing on the opposite end. Oh man, it's yeah. so funny. Mm-hmm. I love this so much. Oh man. So yeah, you've put out several songs now, right? Like, how many songs have you actually released at this point? We have three out so far, and we are working on the fourth one. We. As you know, and for those of you who are listening and don't know, we do have a Kickstarter going on right now. We are actually 94% funded, which don't let that throw you off if you think, oh, well, they're going to be funded anyways. Donate anyways, because we're trying to get to another goal where everyone gets um, some free shit if we can hit the the, the stretch goal after the main goal. Um, but we're putting out a music video uh, and a new single for uh, the song called Soul Blaster. So that'll be one of our fourth songs out right now. That is cool. That is very cool concerning music video stuff because that's as a musician myself that's very curious what's that what does that process look like for 
for you guys, for your band? So me and my producer, Kevin Gutierrez, uh, we get together and we kind of figure out like the vision that we want and what does that look like? And it's kind of just him and I sitting there brainstorming, going through ideas. And then we sit and we try to figure out how can we achieve that particular vision on a micro budget. Let's be real here, very micro budget. Then we literally just show up to location. We plan about two to three days. And believe it or not, a lot of it is trial and error. We ha- we'll get the bulk of everything done. And since we're like, do it yourself, get as much as we can done. And then we look, we look back at it and we're like, okay, well, you know, I think we could, how about we try this? And how about we try this? And I will literally sit in my home, re-going, redoing ideas and things like that. And then I send it to him and he'll tinker. And it's this project of quite literally sending stuff back and forth to each other and seeing what works. So it's kind of a grind, but like really fun because it's just constantly creating art on a micro budget, which makes you have to really, really think how to achieve what you want right. on your own. Like for example, Um, In uh, the Closer to the Edge music video, there's this bathroom scene where I'm literally singing like with water coming down on me. And of course, that's I'm in my bathroom, but there's this like um, it almost looks like blood um, dropping down from the background. But it's actually I kind of took the idea from the movie Psycho from back in what, the 60s, when they were trying to achieve the look of blood in the black and white. And it was actually chocolate. So I took chocolate and smeared it on the walls. And as it ran down, it looked like droopy, goopy blood. But it was just Hershey's chocolate. So yeah, we just sort of get together and come up with ideas. And then we just do it. We just just sort of do it. We get together and we just do it. Our producer is an amazing guy. And when he (laughs) has something in his head that he wants, we're going to spend however long it takes to just knock out that particular idea. Wow. Yeah, that's that's really cool. That is really neat, actually. Yeah, so for a little bit of... Uh, go ahead, sorry. You no, I was just going to ask. Uh, he, uh, he said he's a musician. Uh, have you ever done a music video? Like, anything like that? Uh, Yeah, it's it's nothing super big to brag about. Um, It's it's all, I, I would say, amateur stuff. But I have a few songs out on Spotify and most anywhere that you could find it. Um kind of working towards that i've played a couple of rock shows uh in the past but uh me and my drummer kind of went separate ways and so i've just kind of been on the sidelines now um that's part of why i turned to podcasting but also just kind of waiting for that right moment to jump back into it when uh, the opportunity seizes itself which i will most likely be creating that opportunity for myself because otherwise you know not gonna happen Right, definitely. It's totally possible. So for you guys and and, and listeners, um, it's just me and my producer that that knock out everything. And we're planning shows and and whatnot. And it will be solely me. I'm not hiring musicians or anything like that. So with the technology that we have today, it's totally possible to be a one-man band. And I totally stand you doing that. Like, create the art. You know, do it. Art is so wonderful. (laughs) And you should definitely do it. That's actually super inspiring to hear. I didn't realize that it was just you and your producer. That's super duper cool. Yeah, we used to be like a full-fledged yeah, so five-person band, time... but we're not anymore because um, I was doing everything anyway. So I just started doing it myself. And it's a lot uh... easier. <laughs> a lot easier that way. <laughs> Funny how that works. <laughs> yeah. I don't play music. Um, but I did for a little bit. I played bass guitar for like uh, a month it was okay but i just it wasn't my passion so i didn't keep up with it no i was in the i was in the business of like i actually made several concerts like i I created a concert through my church event it was kind of like a youth event that we did and ryan actually opened for the show that was my first one yeah uh, opened on stage for that that was really cool we had some really neat cool like local bands that came out we had a rapper that he opened for disciple for one of his concerts. Um, and so that was a really neat thing to be able to be a part of, um, being a part of especially local bands and like smaller bands that are kind of starting out is such a cool experience. One, because they're so personable and the fans that go to those types of shows from what, from what I've seen are one so loyal, but also just so, I don't know. It's just a different atmosphere. Yeah. The feeling is very different from any other type of environment that I've seen. 
I totally missed like the local shows from probably 2013 to 2015 or 16 era. It was just you just have all these people coming together to watch musicians or artists do their mm-hmm. thing up on stage and then afterwards you get to hang out like one of my favorite shows was at a church and we all played and it was everybody from the area and so many people turned out because it was just somewhere to go and to just witness art and everybody had a good time I actually um, my my mm-hmm. partner's little brother actually got his head bashed in because they were just having a good time moshing and he wasn't paying attention and the next thing you know he's got blood all over the ground because they were just out there having fun and it created a really I mean horrible moment for him but uh, like looking back we he laughs at the moment and we all do and we all miss those days like who knew I was in the good old days already like what the hell yeah the good old days and then the the world swept covid that happened and threw everyone on their asses yeah it really it really hit musicians i mean it hit everybody really hard but i mean musicians lost their bread and butter you know doing shows and meeting people is how you how you pay your bills and then suddenly uh no shows so no bills paid it was really tough for everybody yeah um how did that i uh, this is kind of an interesting question i guess but how did that affect you doing what you do and and kind of music before and after like covid and how did how did that some of that did you see a drop off or or anything of of anything like what happened well i had already taken like a little step back from shows like right before covid hit so that i could focus on refining the band i had met our producer in 2018 and we started working on refining everything about 2019. So we weren't really doing shows and I was trying to figure out, okay, you know, do I need band members? Do I not need band members? Well, let me work on putting quality out instead of quantity. And so I was already, you know, pausing from shows. Um, But that's actually why I picked up Twitch because, you know, COVID hit shortly after. And I was like, well, shit, even if I wanted to do shows, I cannot. So I started picking up Twitch as a way to continue to hang out with people from like the local community and then meet new people because we quite literally couldn't leave the house. So that's how I got into Twitch. Wow. Yeah. So as you mentioned, you stream on Twitch and uh, that's how, you know, that's how I met you. Um, I'm just assuming at this point that anybody knew I meet, Richard met them on Twitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably fair fair enough of an assessment. <laughs> Richard, someone's like, I'm meeting this person at Akon. I'm meeting this person on Twitch. We're gonna raid this person on Twitch. Yes, Akon. Like, let's go. You, that makes me so happy you mentioned Akon. Yeah, w- yes. <laughs> yeah, I went to my first convention. It was a uh, WeebCon here in Dallas, and uh, that was really fun. I had never been to any kind of convention before, so that environment was. Uh, wild but it was amazing how many days did you go for we actually went for two of the three days so we we had stuff going on on the the last it was easter uh literally easter so my family is big on easter and so we were like all right well it's literally being hosted at my house so me driving away for easter is like uh. right that's still so fun i'm so happy for you did you cosplay (laughs) i did not um i i I like the idea of costume and I love costumes and I've, you've seen some of the things that I put together for different events for the Ren fairs that I do. Um, and I have so many different pieces that I could, that I just, it kind of snuck up on me a little bit and I've been so busy, but I love looking at cosplays and I love the idea of cosplaying. I just haven't gotten a chance to like put it together or make it work yet. I don't know. There's still time. Akon's in June. Oh, wait. Shit. June's next month. Oh, just kidding. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it. Maybe you could do Ikikon. I, I think might, that comes around in, in, in Christmas time. I might do one co- cosplay that I think would be really fun. And I think I have the general look I could make it work is doing a uh, Full Metal Alchemist uh, Edward mm. uh, cosplay. I could either do an aged up look where I keep the beard and really like lean into the fact that maybe this is Edward in a few years, or I could just like shave the beard and kind of go for a. Uh, I still have enough. 
Without the beard, I still have enough youth in my face that I could pull it off. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I've also never seen you with a shaved face, so I'm saying we go uh-huh. shave. Yeah, it's funny. I used I used to please tell don't. people. Please, please don't. I look 10 years younger. Don't. Which, you know, at, <sighs> at 21 and like 25 was not a good look. Um because it was it was I you, looked, you 21 and 25 or 21 to 25 both um all i mean yes 21 to 25 was not a good look for me i met you when you were like what 24 yeah something like that okay and it was it shaved not great um still not exactly my favorite look but uh yeah you do look a lot better now I'm damn flaming them up oh my god <laughs> <laughs> You've, 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 um, what's, what's the... I've had a glow up. The glow up. Thank you. That's what the cool kids are saying. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, definitely. Not dating myself. Wait, how old are we? I'm not there yet. How old are we? I'm not, I'm not there. I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. How I old are you? Wolf, remember. tell the, tell the I just, truth. I think, I, I think I just turned 27. Yeah, I just turned 27. <laughs> I couldn't remember, which is also a sign that I'm getting old. Uh, Wait, how old are you? Listen, a woman like me <laughs> that is beautiful to their core, we don't reveal such things, okay? We, uh, no, just kidding, because I'm all about um, fuck society. I'm going to be 35 this November, and I'm fucking rocking. I'm sexy as shit, and I've got a badass attitude. So bring on bring on the 40s. Ladies, if you're listening to this and you're worried about hitting your 30s, I hit my 30s and I turned into a fucking badass. So fuck the 20s. Own your 30s. Getting older is amazing. I've got, like, three gray hairs. I'm all about it. Let's fucking go. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to disagree with anything you said. Originally, I was going to say, come on, I'm taking you to McDonald's. You got to tell me how old you are. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We're going to go to McDonald's. This is like, literally, I love food. And uh, they, uh, Jay can tell you, I talk about food all the time. Food is like one of my favorite subjects. So... Uh, all the time. It's great. Okay, so so here's here's a question then. Would you, would, would, would you rather me take you to McDonald's or do you do you want to come over to to my house and I can make you homemade chicken strips and burgers? How good is your cooking? Because anybody could cook, but it could be bad. Are you top tier? Danny, Danny, listen, listen. <laughs> tell me about it. I'm listening. I'm listening. Your voice is like ASMR right now. Please tell me more. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn mm-hmm. tell my me microphone about up a little bit. Listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have mistaken my own food for ecstasy. <laughs> you had me at chicken strips. I just want you to know. I'm, 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 it's here's the thing it's it's the homemade fries that bring people in it's the homemade fries listen 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 you pair that with some fucking homemade mac and cheese so i can put the mac and cheese on the fries and i'm in that's actually not gonna lie that's actually my next project is to make the best mac and cheese okay perfect i'm in sold let's go so fantastic (laughs) oh my gosh i mean i gotta get in this too i make a the best Honey glazed baked sliders. Oh God! Yeah, no, his sliders are divine. (laughs) That sounds so good. His sliders are actually divine. Sounds so good. I'll I'll bring the savory. You bring the sweet. I I Uh, just because your your sliders are savory, but it's sweet. It's it's just this meaty sweetness that I just I can't really. Oh, you're gonna be slinging me some meaty sweetness. Stop. Okay, I was telling um, Jay, I don't want to dox any of us, but, you know, we're quasi within the vicinity, but we should definitely meet up sometime so you can feed me because I'm loving the idea of what's going to be on the menu. Absolutely. <laughs> definitely. Absolutely. The three of us will Fuck hang yeah. out. I'll, we'll, we'll cook and we'll just cook a feast. Cook a I, feast. I can't yeah, cook we'll for shit, so I'm just going to be there to eat. I will throw in money so that y'all can cook but i'm gonna be there just to eat that's me that's my job i hope you know this she say throw money wait hold on i need to like i have a new idea (laughs) what it's a it's a strip club but instead of stripping i was literally just about to say it's chicken no it's It's chicken stripping it's called chicken stripping chicken stripping (laughs) hell fucking yeah (laughs) 
chicken strips. Yes. Yes. It's our new restaurant. What idea. was it called? Chicken, chicken stripping. Chicken stripping. With the something? Chicken, chicken uh. stripping. <laughs> I'm telling you, I come up with great ideas. Chicken stripping. We need to call it that or the naked bun. I mean, it's one or the other. God damn it. I love both of these. Oh my god. Can you imagine the menu? Chicken chicken strip off. Like the sli- slide sliders. Like you could do something funny for sliders. Slide I'm it sure. off. I'm Get sure. it? Slide it off. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. 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 Slide it off sliders. Slide it off sliders. Yeah. Oh my god. So I actually have I have a question that I saw through uh TikTok actually. And it was if you could be immortal, what age would you be stuck at? So like, you know, the whole vampire idea you get you get stuck in living the same age looking the same age you don't necessarily age outwardly uh but you live for say a thousand years what age would you be stuck as and you can choose any age to be stuck as older or younger what would you choose but it do are we talking like body age wise or like mental age wise um, I'd say body age wise. I think yeah, mentally physically, you would right? still grow. I think mentally because you can still learn and do things whether or not you're, you know, whatever. But yeah, physically, like. I would say would you... I looked like a stub toe in my 20s. So I would definitely choose like now my how I am now than when I was in my 20s. So maybe like my 30s. 30s is good. Okay. How about you? Ah. Uh... I, I honestly was going to jump at 19. 19, huh? Anywhere between 19 and 25, not going to lie. Okay. Uh, because I can put on an ID that I'm over 25, right? I, my ID would say 25. Physically, I would stick at like 19, 20. Hmm. Probably 20. See, I, I really like who I am in my 30s way more than I liked who I am in my 20s. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Same. I was such a nerd, like such a dweeb <laughs> at at twenty. Like I didn't yeah. know what I was doing with myself. I, was I didn't so know how to weird. Like, yeah, like like I said, yeah. a stub toe. Like I, I look back at pictures and I just kind of like cringe. Yeah, I I don't know. I just I I am glad that I went through everything that I went through because it's made me who I am now. But I don't know. I would say either mid thirties. Because it gives you a point where you have enough life lived and you look like you've had enough of your life lived that I'm not, like, being questioned if I'm old enough to drink or anything like that. Not that I drink very often, but either way. You know, like, nobody asks if you're an adult. They just assume you're an adult because you look like an adult. But at the same time, I look cool as shit right now. Like, Listen, (laughs) I wanted to change my answer. But then I, I realized how much of a selfie queen I was between the ages of 19 and 22. What stops you from living that life now? I lost my adorableness, okay? I'm I'm a scruffy looking nerf herder now. Like nah, he's, he's you act like a, you act like, like people you. don't love that, please. <laughs> Have you seen the world so thirsting I, for I, Pedro? I, Please, come on. Truth. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, it's got. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I've gotten to a point in my life now where <laughs> no matter what's going on in my life, I, I can literally be completely depressed and like frustrated about whatever situation's going on in my life. Uh-huh. And then I look at myself and I go, "Man, but at least I'm fucking hot." <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know where that confidence came from, but it's there now. <laughs> It comes from years I'm, of self-loathing I'm, because we didn't fit into the like societal grew. box, and then we grew out of it, and then we're like, I am a beautiful butterfly, and nobody can touch me because I don't give a fuck. You know, that's what happened. I Honestly, yeah. I can't wait to be there with you guys. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Oh, it's going to be fun. Listen. I was trying to do Ren Fair together, but it can be... We live so far away from all of the fairs together. yeah i i feel that oh but um okay so i'm gonna go into my bit that i do um and like there's not really a there's never typically a clean way to do this so i'm just gonna do it every time but uh hey uh hey danny hey ryan yeah yeah what are those laws what are those laws 
here we're going to go into the weird laws that the the world and we're going to go internationally with this one um weird laws that exist in our world and so in this bit uh danny uh we talk about just literally obscure laws i'm going to read some of them and we're going to talk about them and hopefully laugh at them because some of them are absolutely ridiculous none of them so far have topped the fact that you're not allowed to have more than 10 dildos in texas i actually know somebody whose mom actually was taken to court for that oh my gosh did i hold on because i don't want answers but i need to know it's actually fucking tragic like the whole story i think you can find it on google i'll look for for you i'm not going to give any names or anything but like i genuinely um like adore this person and what his mom went through went through was bullshit you know it was like i guess like a passion party type thing and they set up a sting Mm. operation on this this person and pretended to be a couple and um they had all of the the self-pleasure devices out and about and they literally tried to prosecute this person and i i think they did get they were fine but you know reputation ruined Mm -hmm. like i don't think they there was jail time involved i don't believe i could be i could be wrong i don't remember all the details but yeah um that that case that happened in texas that was my my friend his, his, his mom go texas i totally wow. love my state absolutely tragic. And I, that's funny. all we got for today folks we're gonna head out <laughs> oh yay texas is like, the best i i like to make fun of these laws because they are stupid i like to make fun of the laws but at the same time like these are laws that genuinely can affect people in very negative ways for the most ridiculous shit yep so i mock them because honestly they need to change um, for sure. So archaic I, and I, dumb. I, I still hold to the fact that we do not need hats that obstruct views in public theaters. Hashtag make tortilla hats illegal. Wait, what the fuck is a tortilla hat? It's uh. a hat made of tortilla chip. Uh, it's it's. And you put salsa in it. It looks like a sombrero. Uh, in one of the states in the U.S., it is illegal to have hats that block movie theaters and public events like sombreros would be illegal to wear in movie that, theaters that kind of makes sense state. though you know right 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 like right that, that sounds <laughs> yeah, logical to me because i'm one of those like i'm five foot two and i'm uh, <laughs> if someone's six foot wearing a nacho hat i'm i'm doomed <laughs> here's the thing if somebody's gonna sit in front of me, I know this is a side quest we're taking, but if someone's gonna sit in front of me with a sombrero made of taco, ta- uh, tortilla chip, I'm going to just shove all four of my fingers in that salsa and break back the the break open the back of it so it all goes down that motherfucker's back. Because how <laughs> dare you? And then I'm going to enjoy the little bit that I got off that hat. Not me Googling a nacho hat right now so I can see what the fuck y'all are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 okay. So tell me some of these uh, laws. I know, uh, I know Danny, I know you like to travel. I know you've traveled across uh, overseas at Ooh. least once. Um, I like to travel. I would like to go overseas. So I want to make sure that we are protecting ourselves and our, our listeners uh, from the laws that exist I want to inform you guys so that you know when you travel things oh, that you should be careful about. Now I'm remembering the last time. <laughs> I'm remembering the last time. It is illegal to wear a mask oh. in public in Denmark. Why? I, I, I can see that. Uh, any kind of mask. Like any facial expression, even like fake beards. Uh, you can't what? wear fake beards. So we're not talking about like the Anything pandemic like masks. We're just talking about like a Halloween mask or facial obstruction yeah like yeah the full facial like you know um they just want to be able to identify people that's that's all they want to do yeah i mean it's it's smart it's smart um yes but fake beards are included which i find very funny fake beards fake beards like what if i'm insecure about my beard and i have like not a toupee but like a beard (laughs) so wait (laughs) fake lashes are fine but a fake beard is not (laughs) How would they know? 
How yes. would they know? Like, <laughs> is somebody just walking up and pulling the beards? Right. Hmm. Does it say uh, why? Yes. Not only masks, the Danish government wants to stop anyone from covering their faces in any way in public spaces. This includes masks, helmets, scarves, uh, hats, fake beards, even burkas. Ooh, that's wrong. Yeah. Uh, it went into effect in 2018. It was okay until they said burka, and now I'm mad. 2018? This is when it took effect? Yeah. This this went into effect in 2018. What? This is recent. Yeah. I'm sitting here laughing over the fact that you decided to go into beard insecurity, but now I'm furious. <laughs> I just feel like that's such an... Yeah, it's ar- wild. Archaic law. Does it, I, don't, I don't see the point of it like so what if somebody is wearing a helmet getting off a motorcycle like what what happens right yeah right like does does what does the public space begin is it like at the parking lot can you still wear your helmet in the parking lot is that safe is are are malls considered malls are considered public right that's not considered private property Mm. or is it like a mix of both i don't know either because so it says no masks in public yeah not private like not private private yeah. property interesting yeah it's very right. interesting so here's the next one so you're you're leaving denmark and you decide you want to go to scotland it is ah, illegal scotland. to ride a cow while drunk in scotland i don't care where you got that cow laddie but if you're inebriated you better get the fuck off of it i did raise bestie for you to be making a fool out of yourself that just means somebody was drunk and riding a cow. What the fuck? <laughs> Thinking drunk and riding anything is a bad idea. Honestly. It is, does extend to cows, horses, carriages, or steam engines. Steam. <laughs> <laughs> so be careful with your steam engines. Be careful when you're with drunk. your personalized oh steam engine. <laughs> That you inherited from your great grandpappy. <laughs> Damn it! I love this what so much. The fuck! And like, I get it, right? This makes sense. Like, you wouldn't normally think, but also, I love that this had to become a law. <laughs> yeah. I love that enough people were getting drunk and then deciding that it would be a great idea to ride some cows. That it had to be included into this list. Yeah. Uh, this law did go into effect in 1872. So uh, that's a while ago. It does make sense. <laughs> a little- oh my god. <laughs> How long has Scotland been like Scotland? I don't know. Like It's been a long time. It has been a long time. Yeah. I mean, they've part of, been part of... Like, what year was Braveheart? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Yeah, that was in front of a computer. <laughs> when did Braveheart dip his face in paint and say, oh, this is our rod? Oh my gosh. I want to know what year that was. I genuinely don't know. Okay. What we, what, what you got for me next? Okay. Um, we're going back to the U.S., you know, uh, but not in, in you know, we, we live in, in Texas. We live in the southern side of, yeah, of the yeah, U.S. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Where the wanna... buckle of the Bible belt. Uh, yeah, true. true. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, true. <laughs> with the with the Texas sized belt buckle too, which right? is just right. Anyway, uh, in North Carolina, registering as married at a hotel huh. makes it so. Whoa, where? In North Carolina. Whoa. So if you want to go to a hotel uh-huh. and you want to save money on the hotel, yeah, and so you go and you register and you say, "Yeah, we're a married couple," because they don't, you don't want them to look at you funny. Um, you are, you are considered common law married. Whoa, just like that, just like that. You don't even have to announce it three times, like you and I almost did. We did. <laughs> we did almost get married on the podcast. Oh. Uh, because in Texas, it is it, in Texas. You have to say it three times in a public space that I'm married, and uh, both have to be in adults, and both have to mean it, and then uh, it makes it so. Bro, you just chucked your phone across the, the entire state of Texas. <laughs> Can you have me over? Yeah. <laughs> 
I talk with my hands and you do. my hands moved. But yes, Danny, uh, it, it is apparently common law marriages are easier to get into than <sighs> m- most yeah. people would think. <clears throat> Way easier. Low-key terrifying, to be honest, actually. Say what? So that's kind of terrifying, to be honest. I thought there was a, you had to have like um, split bills and all that shenanigans. No, all you have to do is outwardly present yourself as husband and wife to the public and they're deemed as common law marriage. At a... at a In North Carolina. In North Carolina. Mm-hmm. That's wild. It's so easy. I don't... Imagine how many marriages I could get into just by going on trips. What, uh, so then where does one marriage begin and another ends? Like, do they also allow polyamory I mean, at that point? Like, you know... I don't what? know. That, that'd be nice. That's the thing, right? How I don't know. It's wild to me. Well, I don't think, unfortunately, don't think so unfortunately, either, actually, uh, polyamory, uh-huh. uh, multiple marriages are not recognized yet, which I'm frustrated about. But you know, we're working towards it. We've come a long way, but we're slowly trudging, getting there. <laughs> but no, I don't think it's technically. Um, I don't think you could be married to more than one person. But it is funny to me the, the like ease at which this could happen. Yeah. So it's just first come first serve basis sort of thing. I guess mm-hmm. for marriage, whoever you say it to first, and everyone after there doesn't matter. It's illegal. <laughs> yeah. Sure, right. Just put it in the newspaper. I'm going to a hotel tonight. <laughs> I'm first come first serve. Who's booing me up? <laughs> Who is booing me up? I will be at the hotel seven o'clock sharp. If <laughs> if more than one person ends up there, we will do the ultimate rock paper scissors or fight to the death, whichever one comes first. Put in the advertisement. I can cook. <laughs> I can cook. I can cook. It's wonderful. What else you got? I got one more. You, you got ready? One more. Okay. You ready, Danny? I am so ready. Okay. Uh, this one I know everyone here is gonna have to like watch out for because. Um, we're going to travel to the Muslim United Arab Emirates, uh, probably butchering that pronunciation, but whatever the E, the UAE. Is, okay. I, uh, it is a, it is, it is a country. It's on the top part of the Arabian peninsula. Okay. Um, next to like Iran. Okay. Um, it's, it's kind of small, but it, it is there. I looked it up earlier. <clears throat> it is illegal to swear mm-hmm. in the UAE. Oh, I'm fucked. Hi. Like <laughs> every other word so, is a fucking curse word out yeah. of my mouth. I just couldn't go. I couldn't. I mean, I don't cuss that often, but it slips out. I, I yeah, I feel like the moment like we step across the border, Danny and I would just be tackled. <laughs> I literally love curse words. They are my lifeblood. And to know that I wouldn't be able to... Like, like, fine, you can have your law all you want. I just cannot visit at that point because a well-placed fuck is what I live for, okay? Wait, 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 hold on. Is the law their Um, curse words or is it, like, our... Any curse word of anywhere in the world? Oh. You know? So here's what it says. Uh, this isn't just for saying inappropriate words aloud. It includes indecent physical gestures and extends oh. to your text messages and social whoa, media whoa. as well. Not even indecent emojis are allowed. Earlier this year, the British Express reported a man sent an angry message to a car dealer who seemingly did him wrong. He was threatened with three weeks in jail for his choice of words. Yo, so ah, interesting. It's pretty, pretty. I know you're telling us to be careful when we, you know, you're keeping us informed. Like, hey, when uh-huh. you go here, watch out for this. I'm not going there. <laughs> that what you just said is telling me not to go there. This is different from going to like Sweden or Switzerland or wherever the fuck it was, and I can't wear a Winnie the Pooh shirt because Winnie the Pooh is indecent. That's Poland. Only, Poland, and only wears a shirt. I can get over that. I can't get over walking in and having my phone constantly being monitored, and I say, man, screw you, I'm not happy with you, and then them saying, hey, buddy, you get three weeks in jail. Oh, your accents need to stop. I know. <laughs> oh. 
but yes uh yeah i wouldn't I, I don't think I'd want to go there either, to be honest with you. So do they, like, monitor the phone? Like, they're monitoring your phone at all times? Or is it just like, oh, if you get into an altercation, then you have to submit phone evidence sort of deal? Right. Me recording everything I say just to make sure. Dude. <laughs> we Our would all be in jail right now. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could not go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it would not be great. Would definitely not be great. That's that's kind of uh, worrying, almost scary. But you know what's also scary? What? <gasps> do, do, you, do you hear that, Danny? Do you hear the thunder? The the wolf howling? No. You, okay. Yeah, I don't either. Don't that's, feel bad. That's okay. Okay, I was like, it's wait, called, wait, wait. It's, wait, wait. it's called post-production. <laughs> it's called post-production. <laughs> yeah, I totally hear it. Wow. Hello, everyone, oh, and welcome. Oh, my God. Thank you, thank you. I'll edit it so that Good way job. it sounds like you're you're saying okay, it. Okay. Okay. Um, welcome <laughs> to Ryan's Spooky Corner. Come oh, into the shadows. No. Come into the shadows. We got Swamplands. Swamplands. Are we going to Louisiana Bayou? To be fair, Swamplands not fun. No, and I think they make for perfect. Um, squishy grounds. Squishy grounds Wet, and and, and and scary Ugh. things. So. Danny, in case you didn't know, which is fair, uh, what I've been doing is for my segment called Ryan Spooky Corner, I go through urban legends, folklore, um, sometimes creepy pasta if I, if I find it interesting, and I tell the viewers about it and some interesting facts about it. And what I've been doing recently is going through every single state's biggest urban legend. And today, uh, alphabetically, we have made it all the way to Louisiana. And this is called a Rougarou. So we have a we have a creature this time, right? And there are multiple different descriptions of a Rougarou. Some say that it's almost werewolf-y, but more man. It's it's more wolf-headed and more man-body-shaped, if that makes sense. Versus your typical werewolf where it's more, you know, anthropomorphic. Uh, some also say that it's more rabbit-y looking or deer looking and there's been multiple counts of people hitting it and then like the rabbit head falling off but then this normal dude just standing up for where he got hit and walking away what the fuck yeah so let's get into what a rougarou like does okay so my my sources are uh pelicanstateofmind.com of course uh, whereyouat.com. Oh my gosh. And Wikipedia. <laughs> Did you just say pelican now, I don't know. something? Pelican? I, I said pelican state of mind. Alright. Had to make sure, had to make sure. Ryan finds the most interesting <laughs> sources for these for his corner. And um <laughs> Pelican State of Mind is up there. I do like this one. I will say where you at uh, is where you uh, at is very good. Yeah, that one's actually uh, Cajun. That's like Louisiana. I like that. So that that's straight from good old Louisiana Bayou State. And accents. <laughs> I'm not trying please. to do accents. It's just my voice, Richard. Richard, it's my voice. Oh, I don't believe you. It's my voice. I don't believe you. Louise. Oh. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> going to where you at? Uh, the story of the Rougarou, also known as the Loop Guru is not unique to southern Louisiana. The Loop Guru seemed to have traveled from France to anywhere French people settled, which, you know, makes sense yeah. since Louisiana is largely influenced by Well, French. it was originally settled by the French. Right. Loop is French for wolf, or however you say it. Maybe le or loop. I don't know. I don't speak French. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's French for wolf, and Guru comes from the Frankish word Garolf. Also meaning wolf. Ooh, I wonder if like that's like because Beowulf is is a is a word that, yes, that it sounds is. like that and <laughs> could mean wolf. So Rugeru means wolf wolf. That's what I was gonna say. Didn't that just mean wolf wolf? Yeah, it means wolf wolf. It's kind of like in My Hero Academia where his name is Steel 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 Steel. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> wolf wolf. Tetsu 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 tetsu. Um. <laughs> Uh, so, 
the menacing half-human, half-animal mythical beast appears in French lore beginning in the Renaissance period, or perhaps even sooner, and for whatever reason, it's very specific to Catholics. Parents okay. parents would tell their kids, hey, if you don't keep up with your Lent, the Rougarou will come for you. That was it, was it was a creature that was said to come after people, specifically Catholics, who didn't um, honor the Lent uh, phase of the year. Okay. <laughs> so, actually has some religious ties into it. When it traveled to southern Louisiana with the Acadian people who were exiled from French Canada, its name evolved into Rougarou, though you may hear him called both. Um, okay, it, okay. But... But? The reason why it punished Lent breakers... Was it? Yeah. Sn- could it? Well, like, could it sniff out? Like, what? I don't was know. It sniff out? I don't when you know. Eat it's something like, you weren't supposed to. It's like I'm not gonna eat chocolate for Lent. <clears throat> chocolate. I smell chocolate. Like, how did it know? How did it know? I'm not gonna go to the corner store for all of Lent, and it just stands there, <laughs> watching the corner store. <laughs> <laughs> to, to see if you walk into that quarter store and as soon as you do it pounces onto you gets right in your face and, and, and fucking says no <laughs> oh my god um oh my goodness gracious 1971 louisiana folklore society publication uh, the Rougarou appears as a calf struck by a motorist on the highway, and when the driver got out of his vehicle, the calf had vanished, and an uninjured man, apparently a Rougarou, was walking away from the spot where the creature was hit. So, we've talked about now the, what the Rougarou kind of looks like, what where, what it does, right? But where did it come from? And that's where people aren't really sure where it comes from. There are people that say that only a witch can make a Rougarou. Okay. Um, some people say that the witch can either make the Rougarou or becomes the wolf her- it, it, themselves. Okay. Um, I don't know why you'd want to do that, but okay. I, I, well, I mean, when you get old and 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 decrepit and you're like, well, how else am I going to live my life? I can either die or I could become this infernal beast that haunts the swamps. If you ask me, I'd rather haunt the swamps for another hundred years before I die. I was I'm just about honest. to say, or- like, if I get the fucking roam around and haunt you know why the fuck not <laughs> mm-hmm. if you just really don't like people who break lent <laughs> <laughs> i will stalk <laughs> what'd you do for for those last hundred years okay I, I can't see what you wrote i didn't write anything that's that's uh that's swamp juice and uh what i did was i stalked catholic families for a hundred years <laughs> oh <laughs> I can't get over it. Um, I can't. There, there's another uh, rumor that the Rougarou is passed on. So someone becomes the Rougarou by being bit by a Rougarou. Okay. The, the Rougarou's like time frame of existence is 101 days, um, according to this specific rumor. And they will go these hundred days, and they'll they'll, for lack of better terms, haunt the swamp right okay and they may drink someone's blood here or there but at the end of that 101 days the last person that they that they drink blood of who they bit becomes the rougarou and the person who was the rougarou reverts back to the human form and is too shy and awkward and uh scared to talk about their time as the rougarou that would be me (laughs) (laughs) so uh, I don't know if uh, you've seen Supernatural, uh, Danny, but season four, episode four, they do uh, a Rougarou case. And as much as I can't remember anything that happened in that episode, it's definitely not as violent as depicted in Supernatural. Um, there, there's a little bit of violence involved, but not quite as much, which I find interesting. But uh, that is the Rougarou uh, for today's uh, Spooky Corner. Well, now I know when Thank I go you. back to New Orleans yeah. to ask about a Rougarou. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That was um, great. I've, I've been excited for the Rougarou because the Rougarou is really cool. And it's also fun to say. I did look up pictures of it yeah, as we were sitting um, here. And it looks like a, 
I hope viewers or listeners don't get mad if I say this, but it looks just like a werewolf almost from what was depicted mm-hmm, online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people depict it as kind of werewolfy. Yeah. It's really cool. It's one of those like adaptations and it kind of is one of those like I've seen a form of werewolf depicted in so many different cultures at this point. Yeah. That it kind of makes me wonder. Yep. Uh, another name for the Rougarou is a skinwalker. Okay, but skinwalker is a different thing. It is. Yeah. Some people will call it a skinwalker though. But they didn't even super, Supernatural have like a skinwalker episode. So they would yes. have to be at least yeah. yes, they did. two different things. They d- depicted them as separate things. But when I did my research, skinwalker oh was a word gosh. that was tossed around. Okay. Skinwalker was a word that was tossed around, which is uh, sure. dumb. I think that is about the end of our show. Um, it was so fucking cool to meet you, Danny. It was so cool to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being here. You Absolutely. Are not who Thank I you for having you were me. And I am. Damn, pleasantly. what the hell? Who'd you um, think I was? Surprised. Damn. <laughs> Honest, honestly, like Richard meets people on Twitch. <laughs> But I don't know are they? Either. But are they me? Are they Danny? Come on now, Wolf. Come on. What the hell? They're they're not you. They're not okay, you. Okay. You who else is gonna go chicken stripping with you? Please. Come on. Oh, yep, yep. Just just you, Danny. <laughs> That's the right answer. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna throw so much you. money. <laughs> <laughs> I would absolutely love for you to plug your um your uh, Kickstarter and your music one more time, yes, just so that please. we can we can get that here as well. Just I mean, again, you're honestly, I've, I've loved hearing your music. It's so good. It's literally the first song on my playlist. Um, it's amazing. So, uh, go ahead. Well, thank you. First of all, for all the support that you've given since I've met you last year, I really appreciate that. Um, we are literally artists, musicians, creators. We need people like you to survive on a day-to-day basis. I, I mean that sincerely and wholeheartedly. What I do is really hard mentally some days because I wasn't born rich. I'll be the first one to tell tell people that. I don't know what it's like to create art on like this huge budget. So without people like you that support by like bringing me onto your podcast or sharing or talking about me and you know sharing your music with friends, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Thank you because we are nothing without people like you. For those of you listening, you can check my music out on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Autumn Stay, Autumn like the season, Stay as in I wish you would stay with me, S-T-A-Y. And we do have a Kickstarter going on until I think May 15th, like 10.30 in the morning, central time. You can get all sorts Ooh. of cool gear, t-shirts, hoodies. We, I make candles. There's ASMR if you like ASMR. I make personalized ASMR videos. We have some cool lip gloss, necklaces. I have some squishmallows on there from some seasonal mm. Halloween ones if you like them my, from my personal collection that you can scoop up. And uh, again, uh, our record company is y'all, is the listeners, it's the fan, it's the people that support the art. So we are um, an independent band. We do it all ourselves, and we rely on listeners and lovers of the arts. So please check out that Kickstarter and become a patron of the art as soon as possible before it ends in like nine days. Hells yeah. Yeah, um, I'm going to take the opportunity as well. And just, Danny, thank you so much. Uh, I've been kind of very introspective and and retrospective and thinking about my life over the past year. And uh, when I first found your community, I was kind of going through hell. And I had just lost my job. And then life literally just completely blew up on me and fell apart in ways that I never expected to happen. And joining your community and having someone who was just so accepting and caring and someone that like I didn't even really know or like you know it's one of those things where twitch especially for me at that time was such a liminal space of like do I know these people do I not know these people and having someone there to just be like yeah no my life just fell apart and you were just like yeah that really sucks and I'm I'm sorry that that happened to you that meant so much to me during that period of time so I also just thank you for being yourself and being out there on the on the internet and and making yourself available to people in a way that is just so genuine and loving and kind and it means a lot and you do impact people's lives both through your music because your music also did impact me through a lot of that time but also just being yourself and who you are. Yeah, it's really cool. I got I got to jump on that too. Just from <clears throat> meeting you over over this call and having you on the show you've 
inspired me more than I realized I was going to be inspired tonight, which is pretty freaking cool. You also seem like a freaking awesome, amazing, sexy, powerful woman. And and it's 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 great and it's inspiring. And I, I really hope that you impact women in that way. And and honestly, you impact me in that way. I, I yeah, you're you're inspiring. And um I Oh y'all, thank I, you. Thank you so much for that. On but definitely <laughs> I feel like the internet is such a scary place these days. I mean I, um, I know we talked about our ages, you know, I'm 35 and when the internet first came about, it was, it felt like a kinder place. Everybody was so looking for community and talking and sharing experience and it was a loving place. And the internet quite literally now is a nightmarish hellscape. You know, everybody's so quick to be unkind mm. and evil and mean spirited. And I don't like to have that space. I want everyone to just come and feel like mm -hmm. you can just be yourself because nothing is more beautiful than being yourself. And like, Jay, when I first met you, that was genuine. I, I could relate to kind of what you were going through without airing that out because I come from kind of that same background. And my heart did break for you. And I, I am so glad that you came back and that we did get to connect and we got to be friends and that you do come and you show up and you support the arts and you are like every stream even if it's for two minutes you show up and you're like i'm here how are you and i get to connect with you because you know i i i work from home now so i don't see anybody unless i go on twitch too so we got to have this beautiful genuine connection over the year and um i'm really thankful for twitch for that but i am really thankful for for you for showing up every day and for you you being you as well you know like you have more power, and to the listeners too, y'all have more power than you understand to impact someone's day by just being kind. Kindness is this beautiful tool that can shape the world because the world is such an evil, cruel place. And you have the power within you to change people's lives by just being kind and genuine and allowing that space for people to be themselves. That is game changing. In in today's society, it is just absolutely game changing for people. Sorry about my tangent. Damn. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. No, that I was just a, the world's a no, shit show right you. now, and I just want people <laughs> to be to live and let live. And with everything going on in Texas, you know, how can you not be political? How can everything out of my mouth not have some sort of political stance to it? You know, like live and let live, yeah. and love others, and kindness and be yourself. Yeah. I thought you were done being inspiring, but there you go again. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We we can go uh, back to we can go back to talking right. about chicken stripping. The, the, the chicken strips <laughs> don't suck silly and honey mustard. Nah, Let's go. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. My sliders, they got that sticky glaze on top. Top. Oh, right. yes. Mm -hmm. Sticky glaze. We love it. <laughs> mm. All right, um, let's go ahead and wrap up the show, and then uh, then we can just talk for another minute if you are have some time and just want to chat for a minute. That's totally fine. But um, yeah, I'm gonna throw it out there again. Please go check out our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/talk-to-the-nerd. That is talk the number two, the nerd. You can also find us on Gmail with the same thing to send us questions, your comments, your concerns, your accusations of treason. Again, talk to the nerd at gmail.com. That's talk the number two, the nerd at gmail.com we want to see you there and we will see you there also uh check out denny blizzard on twitch we'll have her linked in the description below and also just like check out autumn stay uh, genuinely incredible music so please if go. you have go an extra dollar Do five dollars please pull it go out. check them out they are, no, no, no. she's so good don't pull that out Do pull it. The get a t-shirt yeah put, put your money where your mouth is support the arts <laughs> support the arts fuck ai support the arts <laughs> Goddamn fucking hoodie. Go get a plush mellow. Fuck. You say plush mellow? Whatever the fuck yes, it is. Yes, he did. It's squish mellow. Get it right. Okay, you blasphemer. Plush, squish. They're synonyms for me, okay? Squishy is plushy and plushy is squishy. Like. Listen, us squish mellow lovers will fight over that, okay? Get it right. It, wait, is there a plush mellow? Is there a difference? No, but how you disgrace <laughs> the name of the squish? 
I'm so sorry. Okay, alright, alright. Go get a fucking Squishmallow. Fuck. Is that better? Is that a better take? Yes, yes, I like it. Yes. <laughs> Say it more aggressive, Daddy. Oh my god. Look at the squishy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Alright. Um. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And as always, my name is Ryan Hall. And my name is Richard Lasco. Come back next time so you too can talk to the nerd. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye.